It's game time. So to me, that would be a good way to open it up. Yes. You know, so yeah, there's definite appeal there. Oh, no, we just lost our under 20 demographic. It was a fizzler. So where do young people go when they're not uh, catching passes at the Steelers, Tay? Someone like the Jets will probably throw a massive coin at him to try and send his career into a tailspin. Hot diggity dog. I'm an optimist. I, I like having lots of options. Because, I mean, we see this all the time. We see three for twos. We see two for ones. Honestly, mate, that'd be enough to make me play well. This is a game my wife and I play at home, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> this is the Astro League. It sounds so weird in, like, an Australian accent. The Astro League. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the Astro League podcast. I think my sheriff's decision is I, I just wouldn't do it during the season. G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Matty C. I am the host of the show. As you know, I'm the commissioner of the Astro League as well. And uh, I'm actually going to try my hand at crowdsourcing information a little later on. So bear with me for that. This is part one of a two-part episode designed to go all access, all angles, Adam Schefter style into the grand final. This show will feature the usual complaints from Taylor and I in the What Gets My Goat segment, a cry for help from an owner in our league, and a thorough rundown of the semi-final matchups. We'll even have a special guest joining us to look forward to a week like no other here in the Astro League, Championship Week. In part two, we're going to dive into the nuts and bolts of predicting the eventual winner of the Astro League 2021, as well as recapping our starts of the week and picking our last set of new ones in this regular season. We're going to wrap it all up too with a bunch of your listener mail. So where do you get the listener mail in? You can do that through Facebook or Instagram at Astro League Podcast. You can do it through the Twitter as well where we are at Astro League Pod. We do have an email which has been used quite a lot this year, astroleaguepodcast at gmail.com. But even more recently, we've had an option to leave a voice message if you're so inclined. If uh, writing them down or, or inboxing them in a little bit of text is not your style, you can leave them at anchor.fm forward slash astro hyphen league. Next week will be our season wrap-up. It's likely where I'm going to have to pay off all my water bets, and there's plenty. But we do hope to speak with the champion of our league, who will no doubt be starting their parade of immortality, having successfully negotiated what might have been the toughest season of the Astros Fantasy League yet. During the NFL playoffs, we're going to run a special series of shows, and then... World first, we're going to take a break here at the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast. We've actually secured time with the Manjot, the myth, the legend from Pastry Press NFL. And he's going to join Taylor and I. We're going to talk a lot more about the football angles and a lot less about fantasy through the playoffs. But there will be a competitive fantasy angle in it because, you know, we are who we are. So just as you'd expect. Before going in too far, I do want to say a big congratulations to the finalists in the other Astros leagues. We've barely talked about them this year because this really has been much more about the main league. But, do you know, Marky Mark is actually looking to go and win a third Astros Keeper League title in five seasons. He's playing Ken's Playmaking Bobsled team in a rematch of that nail-biting 2017 grand final, which Marky Mark won by 0.14 of a point absolutely fantastic grand final. It was a nail-biter, and it came down to the last kick of the last game on Monday Night Football. In the Astros Champions League, which that league features the champion of champions from the previous Champions League season, plus playoff teams from the 2020 season, the decider there is between Jolio's Mexico City Magpies and Adam's uh, Bag of Wet Possum Dicks. This is a two-week playoff, so Adam 
or a trailing Joel, 170 to 129. So bring it home, Jolio. Lastly, I was lucky enough to talk with Marv Smooth from Pods Like Us this week. Now, he's based in the UK and he runs a terrific podcast where he meets a whole bunch of independent podcasters. We talked about Christmas time and what that Aussie experience at Christmas is sort of like to a northerner. And we're going to find him on all podcast platforms and show him support, right? Give him the Astros bump. He is on Instagram, like us, at Pods Like Us. Look for the three little peas in a pod in a microphone shape and you know you're in the right place. He actually helped me find a few of my new podcast addictions like Bad Council, who we love and we've been supporting all year, The Rock Guys from Canada, My One Cent Podcast, Vic down in Florida, and even a great Aussie podcast from Melbourne I've been binging lately called Unknown Passage with Felicity. She tells the stories of people who've disappeared or been murdered overseas. So a big happy new year to all our podcast mates. Now, without further ado, it's time to bring in the big guy. Let's fire up the Taylor Talk intro. Mate, it is prophecy fulfilled, right? What do you say to the folks now who were crying that you'd won the entire league in week six with all your trade rate? <laughs> well, maybe you saw something I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm, into, I'm straight yeah. out of the gate, right up the throat, mate. <laughs> into the fight, into the final. I'm uh, pretty pumped, mate. To be honest, especially after how I saw last week going. Uh, you know, a lot was sort of going wrong for my team in the lead up. Uh, I was able to get some good waiver wire pickups. Uh, Justin Jackson was enormous. Uh, you know, had the, had the situation with Evans sort of fall into my lap with uh, Connor being ruled out and. Just had a lot of guys perform. Um, it, was, it, it sort of came right for me at the right time, obviously. So, yeah. absolutely pumped about last week, mate. Just uh, a couple of look wait for this week. And I finally got through to the grand final after so many years. So, absolutely pumped to get into this week, mate. Let's do it. Mate, because I know what your gripe would have been for the next segment if you didn't. So, uh, do we want to get into the GOAT? I've got a few things. Yeah, it's, it's a bit different uh, coming off a, a, a good situation. But, um, is, yeah, 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 I'll get... Straight into what gets my goat, man. And seriously, COVID, Mister and Mrs. COVID. I'm bringing, I'm bringing in Mrs. as well now. What the fuck are you doing? I asked you very politely to just fuck off. Very politely, didn't, didn't get too angry about it. And this is how you respond by not only giving my best players your shitty virus, but now myself included. Eat the most moist bag of possum dicks you can find, COVID. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> moist bag. I love the word moist, by the way. I know there's a lot of people who don't like the word moist, but I think that completely just helped tip that from like a 9.8 to a 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just makes that slight bit worse. Slight bit worse. We, we talked at one stage about whether um, a wet bag of dicks is worse than a dry bag of dicks because I think I brought them both up. So I thought I'd just go with moist, put it in but between. A moist bag of dicks, a slightly damp. I think that that is optimum hydration. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And um, my other one, we put up 140 points in our podcast league semi and we lost by 27. (laughs) Not much else we could do. Joseph Byrow, my start of the week hero, puts up 38.1 in a four-point passing touchdown lead. Damian Harris decided to eat Will Fuller's breakfast and PED'd his way to 28.3. And our boy, Amon Ra, just took a turd the size of Detroit on us with 26 points. Tough loss, but a great re- uh, great end of the season. 
We had a great yeah. season. Yeah, we had a really good season. Uh, and, mate, look, you know, I don't think you could do much more in that league than we did. We scored nope. about 140 a week for three months. Like, we lost a couple of games at the start of the season pretty close, and then we just fucking went on a tear. And our tear didn't stop. We just happened to beat someone, get beaten by someone who just tore a little harder one week. And, yeah, <laughs> them's the breaks. I, I can stomach losing to a friendly Canadian. They, they were so gracious about it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, mate. And I mean, things are getting my goat really short list this week. Um, you know, I'm in your boat with COVID. Can I just fuck off? I missed a grand final appearance in a dynasty league by 20 points in a full PPR. And to me, that is because I couldn't start Kelsey. That's I lost by not being able to start Kelsey. Uh, and I waited. Yeah. So I didn't have someone to bring in for him. So I ate the zero because I'm like, okay, I'm either eating a zero or I'm starting Kelsey. No in between. So it wouldn't have mattered who I started if it wasn't Kelsey. But, yeah, Kelsey's about a 20-point PPR play and a full PPR. And not having him, I missed that final. So only in one final this year. Not going to complain about being in a final. But, yeah, just that would have been great. I've been doing a slow build in that league. It's sort of six years of hard work to miss out on a final by by that. So my other one, (laughs) Jimmy fucking Garoppolo. I'm out. I'm out, mate. (laughs) It's just the Jimmy G segment. (laughs) <laughs> Along with that Atlanta quarterback whose name shall not be Spake, uh, no. we're no longer on speaking terms. Um, I'm totally ghosting Jimmy G now. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he, uh, he, got us, he got us Titans back into the game. Put it that way. Um, I'm done with Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. At least he can, go, he can go home and cry himself to sleep with handsomeness in the mirror. <laughs> that is a guy who can have a bag of possum dicks at any level of hydration. I don't actually care. Whatever he prefers. <laughs> We'll get into the celebration of starts of the week uh, a little bit later. The man, the myth, the legend. Do we have a vomit and bucketing drop? Go high, go middle, or go low. You heard it first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but that just makes no sense to me at all. You all know what time it is. It really becomes about personal opinions and preference. Taylor talk time. Now, mate, you've been helping me with something. This is a moment where I've gone to the board of the former Carabao Kings. I'm wearing my Carabao Kings fantasy football shirt my wife made for me in 2014. It is now going to be a relic of history because once I knew that there was a great likelihood I wasn't going to make a playoffs a second year in a row, I thought, well, this is the chance to rebrand and, and come back strong with a new identity in 2022. And you've been just wonderful at giving me all kinds of... Truly horrible options. <laughs> since, That's what I'm here for, mate. That's what I'm here for. But since week six, they've been unhelpful. Some of them uninspiring, but uh, but uh, they are options. And I, I'm oh yes, they this. are. I'm taking it seriously. I, I have only got considerations that you've given me to go on the ballot. And you know what I want to do with this? I'm crowdsourcing. I'm crowdsourcing. This is the Why not? to get Why not? involved in the Astro League. Whether. You're in the Astro League as an active player, or you just parachute in to listen to us freaking idiots talk about the shit we talk about each week. Our Astro League podcast nation of listeners, it's a chance to get involved. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to run through the list of these names now. I'm going to get them up through every social media channel we do, and I will accept votes every which way. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Email, however you want to vote, I'll accept votes. Do you remember the list, the full list of names you've suggested oh, to me? No, there's just been so much genius coming out of my mind that it's just it's pushed it all out. I can't remember all of them. You're going to love this. Okay, I'm going to start back in week six. 
This is this is where it began. Uh, week six was the Carabar comebacks, kind of like that. Ooh. Week seven was the wankers who were just wankers. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yep. Uh, week eight, you, you brought two. You brought the Queen Quok suckers for the first time oh. and the Western wankers. Queen Quok suckers. That's my favourite. <laughs> uh, week nine was the Gungalan goobers. Yep. Week 10 was the ACT assholes. There's something great yes. about the Aussie accent. With very, assholes. very subtle. Very subtle. A week 11, we're back to this one the Carabar Quok suckers. Uh, <laughs> two, two Quok suckers in there. Take your pick. Um, week 12 was the ACT ass clowns. Also, yep. really like that. And then 13 was the Gowry glory holes, or one word, glory <laughs> holes. <laughs> so, so vote. Um, it'll be up on the Twitter. You can vote through stories on Instagram. You can message our <laughs> Facebook or Instagram at Astro League Podcast. Message through Twitter where we're at Astro League Pod. And, of course, the famous email address, astroleaguepodcast at gmail.com. I'll even take voicemail messages at the Anchor. Now, I've been plugging Anchor all year, Anchor FM forward slash Astro hyphen league and there's a spot there you can leave a message and tell me which one your favorite is so whichever gets the most vote by next week's show that's my team name for 2022 and maybe beyond look guys and i know it's gonna be hard to vote because they're all such great you know (laughs) great team names and they've just had you know the utmost thought process go into it so guys i know it's going to be really tough to just pick one but just do your best do your best but we know in all your hearts that you want to pick all of them because they're all such fantastic ideas. I'm not putting any limit on voting. So if you want to vote as many times as Ooh. you like, go crazy. No then limit. you're probably going to end up with 100% for everyone. <laughs> they're all going to be just equal. Uh, okay, that's all I wanted to do on that. We've got a lot to get to. So um, I think it's time to recap the semifinals. That's a tick in the win column. For- Number one. You lose, you suck. Ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba. Where do you want to start? Because, I mean, they're big semifinals. Both of them super compelling and interesting in their own ways. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll, I'll start with uh, Brendox up against Pete. Um, I, I had it incredibly close and it, it pretty much lived up to expectation there. Um, I think I had Brendan by, was it nine if Hill didn't play and one if he did play. Turned out Hill didn't really uh, matter that much because he came back from COVID, but they did, clearly didn't use him uh, as they normally would. So that was probably a big factor to why Brendan actually won in the end. So uh, I didn't quite get the big game out of Stafford that I thought I would uh, against uh, Minnesota. I actually thought he would slightly be better than Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen spanked him for 37.96 points compared to 8.68. Uh, definitely put uh, Pete on the back foot straight away. Well, Josh Allen uh, had a big game, but I mean, Matt Stafford had a big game in a completely different way. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It was horrendous. Big bag of dicks, basically. Uh, yeah. So, Kamara, you had Kamara and Johnson actually play against each other on the Monday night. Uh, you know, it was always going to be tough because at that point, um, Pete basically needed Johnson to score five more than five more points than Kamara. He got the bad game out of Kamara he needed, but they just sort of went with a three running back committee and it just was never going to be enough. And especially against that tough Saints running D, uh, Johnson was going to have to burst over for at least one touchdown and gets, get himself somewhat involved in the passing game. And because the game script had them in front the whole way, there just wasn't really going to be much use for a pass catcher in the running backs. So uh, that went to Kamara by three points. So um, just made it a bit better for Brendo. Uh, 
Yeah. Rashad Penny up against Jeff Wilson was interesting. Uh, Brennock's got the touchdown out of Wilson to get a 13.2. Um, so that wasn't a bad play. And then Rashad Penny actually had a really, really good game for. Uh, yeah. I don't think I even had a chance to actually project that. I don't think he was even in his team. I think he picked him up off waivers when I dropped him. So um, that was a good pickup for, for Pete. It just didn't work out for him overall. But that particular play was great for 20.5. Um, got him back in the game a little bit. Uh, you had Odell. I'll sort of go through the rest a little bit quicker. I'll go o- Odell at 11.7. Um, so, you know, pretty decent game for him. You wouldn't call that a bust or a game right. winner. But That's like a top right. three day for him this year. He's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's a bit better of the Rams, but if he got that of the Browns, you'd be just absolutely singing the praises. Uh, tempered game a bit for Jefferson with uh, Ramsey on him. He still gets 16.6, but with how ridiculously good that guy is, you'd actually probably see that as a little bit lower of a game. A, t- a tempered 16.6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had Ramsey on him and still got 100 yards, which just proves how good the guy is. <laughs> just, wow. Um, they, it was very close in the receiving battle. Uh, you, you had Hill only get 2.9, but you had Debo get 24.6, so pretty much evened out that battle completely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts actually had a very good game. Uh, came to play in the, in the fantasy finals there for 14.2, which is pr- definitely what you want out of your tight end. Uh, Goddard actually had a slow day with 3.8. So that, the fire definitely got extinguished there a bit for Goddard. Obviously, bringing Pete back into it a little bit more after the tough start. Uh, AJ Dillon, 7.1. Uh, just didn't get the carries this week. Um, you, and you just didn't get the goal line work. That's just how it works. You just never know with Dylan. He either gets the goal line work and has 15 carries or he goes back to nothing. It's just hard to tell. Russell Gage was a bit of a downer. I actually had him as a start of the week and he only puts out 3.9. So that was definitely uh, not great for Pete. Um, and then you saw, you know, both the kickers had the exact same amount. Uh, Pete got a bit back into it with 16 points in the Buccaneers up against Carolina because we all know that anyone against Carolina is going to put up points as a defense because they are just us. Um, and cannot throw a ball, uh, and Bills had five. So in the end, he had Brendox up, uh, win by just under eight points, and um, yeah. onto the fo- onto another final for Brendan. So I was happy with the tip. I knew it was going to be close, and um, yeah, I mean at this point, I'm uh, eight from eight. Yeah, and mate, onto another final for Brendan. Like, oh, so I, I just had a couple of little stats around this that six has only ever won a semi final to succeed in this wild card era just once. We talked a little bit about this last week. It was Seahorse when he defeated Adam's wet bag of possum dicks, who was on the bye, and that kind of began the curse on the Queensland football team, Seahorse beating him. And it's the only time it had ever happened. So, yeah, it was just pretty impressive that uh, Brennan turned up to play. You thought he would really give Pete a go. And, um, and, and what did you call One or nine, the difference, and he wins by eight. Like, yeah, just really on the money. I loved your analysis on it. Just think you did a really great job, Ben. Thanks, mate. And uh, I'll move on to the other game. And I always said my analysis on my own team was going to be probably my downfall. And uh, yes, it definitely turned out to be. Uh, I may have been a little bit emotional with the with the amount of points I said I was going to lose by. I'm definitely not uh, taking back the fact that I thought I was going to lose. Uh, I, I saw a hundred different reasons as to why I would. Uh, it was very tough week leading into it with all the COVID situations happening with my team. Uh, just looking at my team and basically seeing a, a zero at tight end uh, was always going to be a really hard grind against a really good team like Jolio. Um, and then he had some really good matchups. I also had a Austin Eckler not play as well. So basically my two best players not playing. Uh, so I can see why um, I did it. Um, but obviously it just it just didn't turn out that way and sort of went 
close to the opposite. So, um, too much foreskinning now. I'll run through the teams, but um, <laughs> so I might as well just say, yeah, my team ended up with 136.92. So, uh, a very decent day at the office uh, compared to Joel's 114.88, which, to be honest, could win a lot of weeks yeah, and win a lot cool. of playoff games. And it just turned out that I got a lot of big performances. So, my homes didn't have the down game that I was worried about. Uh, it was the game script I was worried about, but luckily yeah. enough, they got enough done in that first half. And I think he still threw one in the second half. So um, 26.32 compared to Rogers, 25.98, which to be fair, looked like it was going to be 40 at halftime. He had all three touchdowns at halftime. And then the game just sort of went to shit in the second half. And um, the Packers all of a sudden looked like they were trying to hold on. Um, yeah, he'd hurt his this, leg. And, and it worked out, I think, yeah. later on that he just aggravated that toe injury he'd had. Because, um, I mean, I messaged you saying, ooh, Rogers is jumping around. What's going to happen here? This might slow him down. Um, and it did. But, yeah, Eventually. immediately after I said that, he throws the third touch and you're like, mate, yeah, he yeah. Right to me. <laughs> he looks fine at that time, but uh, it looked like a might after, after halftime. Uh, so I'll run through two. This is – you can see why I had my worries about my team. I had to plug in Justin Jackson, which, to be fair, I didn't even have on my team when I did the predictions. So it would have might have been slightly different, but I yeah, wouldn't have predicted him for stuff. what he did. Yeah. Yeah. He would have he wouldn't have, I wouldn't have predicted him to have a better game than Eckler would have, and he throws out a thirty point two. Uh I also yeah, no didn't trouble. know that Edmonds didn't know that Edmonds was gonna be the guy by himself, which definitely fell into my lap a bit. Uh that was huge because he got so much of the passing work with them behind and he just I think he ate up about eight receptions and got himself to twenty two point seven, which was just enormous. Um, Joel, Joey side, uh, Jacob's 11.9, Najee 13.5, sort of like their, their middling sort of scores. You know, it's something that, um, seemed like you'd probably take before the week, but because he was sort of behind when he had them play, he kind of needed more out of them. Uh, a couple of underperformance in the wide receivers, Keenan Allen for me, 5.5, just didn't get the targets this week. It was yeah. a bit surprising in such Is a high scoring game. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird one. He just, especially with the rapport he normally has with Herbert, but it just sort of went astray. Uh, AJ Green, 3.8, uh, just never really got going in that game. Um, the, the, the two big names in the receiving core, I thought this would go opposite. Uh, I had AJ Brown get 27, and then Cooper Cup got 17.3. Again, almost feels like a low score for Cooper Cup, <laughs> like yeah. I was saying with Jefferson. Um, if you'd given me 17.3 before the week started, I would have taken it for Joel because the way Cup's been going, that's his flaw. Uh, and you know, like I said, AJ Brown coming back with a bang like that straight up was just enormous. Oh, if, uh, if Matt Stafford wasn't spending so much time throwing the ball to Minnesota... I think Cup would have got more receptions. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> he got contained after seventeen points. Um, <laughs> absolutely, uh, Rick, Ricky Seals Jones, my uh, <laughs> my replacement for uh, Kelsey. I may have well just added zero, uh, zero point one. He had minus yards. He had a catch for minus four yards. Yeah, Thanks brilliant. for that, Seals Jones. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, up against Ertz, who had nine point four. So I definitely took the loss that I expected in tight end, and. Uh, Metcalf and Ayuk, I think I had pretty similar um, yeah. uh, projections than what happened. So I got 11.1 from Metcalf and 12 went to Ayuk. They both had very – they didn't do a lot of work. They just both had a touchdown. Um, and then, look, so Sucker had a great game. Sucker about 18. Badgley had 10 for me, which I was fine with. And then the defenses were pretty even. So, yeah, look, 22-point uh, 20, win for me in the end. So 
absolutely stoked with it. Um, things just went far better for me than I sort of was expecting. Yeah. Uh, doing the doomsday prepping that I was doing on the pod uh, last week. But um, look, it worked out for me in the end. And congratulations again to Joel for an unbelievable season. Uh, you've had a great team, great year. And uh, I'm sure you'll be bigger and better next year. Yeah, mate. I think big congratulations to both Pete and Joel, who they really um, performed beautifully this year, really, really well. And sure. it's good to see them both having seasons like that. Joel now the owner of the longest active playoff streak at two. So how about that, Joel? Unbelievable. <laughs> mate, I just have one quick question for you. I mean, aside from like one of these things is not like the others with Ricky Seals-Jones in that lineup, everything else kind of go, well, that makes sense. And then you see Ricky Seals-Jones there like he just kind of, you know, crashed a wedding. But yep. if I told you in about week four when the league was losing its mind about all your trades, Oh, fuck, what does it matter? Because in the semi-final, you're going to have Justin Jackson and Chase Edmonds starting as your running backs, and they're going to score 53 points. How does this sit? <laughs> it's, it, it's, I feel good about it because if anyone was to say to me, oh, look, you only went on to the title because you did all those trades, I yeah. would show you my team and say, pick out the points where I did ridiculous trades to get these guys. Yeah. Um, the Edmonds one, I gave up two guys that were actually playing. I sat on yeah. Edmonds for like four weeks and didn't get a thing out of him. So that was purely something that I sort of tried to forecast for the future. Justin Jackson, I was fourth in waivers out of everyone. Anyone else could have picked him up. So I I put the I was the only one who even yeah. put a waiver in for Justin Jackson to try and back up Beckler. Someone else could have easily scooped him up in front of me. Yep. Um, AJ Brown was part of that trade of Jackal that a lot of people probably could see it was a loss for me. Um, I, I took on Keenan Allen and him and he took Gibson and more. So um, look, there's been a lot of trades I actually think I probably slightly lost on. And in the end, you know, I did the trade for Kelsey that a lot of people didn't like, and I didn't even have him this week. So, obviously, there's some things I've done right with my team uh, yeah. to get where I am outside of just, you know, everyone thinking I just trade raped everyone. And this is what I wanted to come back to is, and you've said this before, Marky Mark has said this before in conversation with Brendan. He says this, and he's won two titles and been to 100 bloody grand finals. So much is about timing and luck. So yeah. much of it. Um, and guys who you don't expect to throw up a save the day score are often the guys who do it for you. And every champion will tell you that um, that happens along the way. Sure. I also just wanted to throw in a little stats corner thing here too, that in the wildcard era, so there's been six wildcard playoffs before this year, number one seed had made the grand final just twice in that six year stretch. So this is just the third time that the number one seed has made the grand final. Um, so the first was 2015, and it was the first year of the wild card. Finally, Brendo was the number one seed that year. How funny is there that? He actually went on to defeat number two seed that year, the Cornhuskers, which he just seems to own the fuck out of the Cornhuskers. <laughs> um, and then 2018, it was my side trying to go back to back. Had a pretty great year and did, in fact, defeat the Seahorse team, who we foreskinned just a little bit back before, with the number six seed. So, second time, one versus six in the grand final. Beautiful. Uh, oddly, the number one seed, when they do make the grand final, averaged 146 in the grand final. The six seed, having only appeared once, he scored 139 in a loss. So, I don't know. Don't know what that says about what we should expect. Hmm, it update my uh, final score projection for the matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you knew that, so I'm glad we yeah. talked about that now. This is the point of the world where I want to introduce 
our other combatant in the grand final, big bad Brendo McNeely from the Brendox Birdman, the fictitious land of Brendox. I'm going to take him to task about where the fuck Brendox is as well. Um, looking forward to talking to him, mate. It's going to be great. Well, it's with great pleasure that I invite back for the first time this season, since we had him on a couple of times last season. I think we last spoke at the Super Bowl. It's Brendan McNeely, the owner of the Brendox Birdmen. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, Matty. It's great to be here. Mate, it's a fantastic to have you back on after the successful Super Bowl last year too. Gosh, it's going to feel pretty good. My team's never going to know that. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> it was a great day. I'd say two years ago, I would have said the same thing as you. My team will never know that again. <laughs> but then obviously Tom Brady came in the picture. And yeah. That, well, that's, that's it. All we need to do is get a bit of Tom Brady and the Jags. Yeah. And fine. <laughs> Write this down. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you could. What? Now, so you bring in an experienced campaigner and it's sort of funny because that's exactly how I think you fit into our league as being this experienced campaigner of playoffs, mate. So firstly, when I saw you back in the playoffs, one of the very first things I did is to reach out to you and go, whoa, I've seen this movie before because you've got this history of terrorising the playoffs, mate. Um, does it feel good to get back in after a couple of years out? It does. It does. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it's been fun the last couple of years, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it's just so much better making back in the playoffs. And uh, I've been pretty lucky the last two games. Like, lucky? I, I feel like I've been lucky. Yeah, I've kind of been lucky the last couple of games. So, like, Why do you think I, you're lucky? Come on. Oh, I just, I just do. Like, um, I think Ryan's, Ryan had a good team and he just obviously yes. was unlucky with Tom Brady, which, which I'm super <laughs> stoked about. And last week, what happened last week? I think there was a um, Pete maybe had a couple of blokes out with COVID or something. Did he have a bloke out with COVID? He was missing James Connor, who surprisingly, uh, okay, surprisingly, all of a sudden, James Connor is a rock solid fantasy running back. So frustrating yeah. after I owned him all of last year and I could not say a nice word about that experience. <laughs> well, mate, firstly, I've got to ask because I've never, ever asked you this before. Mm-hmm. But the Brendox Birdmen, I need to know where the fictitious land of Brendox is and what is it? You've got me stopped. <laughs> no one's ever no asked you this either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sure I was probably drunk at a pub somewhere and I was just like, wait a minute, Brendox Birdman, that just fits. And then adding, adding the capital B and the capital N at the end, I, 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 it was yeah. just a masterstroke. But, yeah, I'm sure I was at a pub somewhere getting drunk when that when that happened because, yeah, that's the only explanation I have. You've had this name for every season of the competition too, no matter yeah. at different times we've had to start the whole league history over again because commissioners changed for a year and stuff. But every year you've been productive Birdman in the league and I kind of love that a capital N on the end. I was going to ask you about that, but if it's just the genius and we don't need to you yeah. know, pick apart the genius and turn it into science. Yeah, it's just drunk genius. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're the champion of two previous conquests as well, and that's not something mm-hmm. that many people can say. But this is your seventh grand final. Surely you are just ready to sweep aside the annoying moth, which is Taylor, to your 100-watt globe, right? You're, uh, you're, not, you're not threatened by him at all, are you? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anyone better to be playing this week, to be honest. Like, really? His team is, is super strong, though. I, I do I do hope I can defeat him because that would just cap off a brilliant season, to be honest. Yeah, well, I'm sure he'd say the same thing about me, uh, about the Brendogs Birdman, but, yeah, I, I just feel like beating him this week would be the best. It would show you how good my season was, I guess. 
<laughs> oh, this is good news. Speaking of Taylor, uh, he's about to dial in, which is great because I want to get you to in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time, which is great. Before he comes in, I'm going to ask you just real quickly where you see that your squad has got some strength. What do you think is the best bit about your team coming into this most important week of all? I would say quarterback, Josh Allen. He's pretty much carried me this whole season with Justin Jefferson. I, I would, six weeks ago, I would have said running back, Alvin Kamara, but I, he scares me now. I, I, don't, I just yeah. don't know about him, mate. And Darren Moore's obviously gone now as well. He's gone with COVID, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't see it as a very good team, except for I guess the two players. Um, the rest would just have to, I guess, get lucky. Right? It'd be nice if uh, Kamara could come out and drop fifty, like he did that Christmas Day game. Yeah, I'm right. Still holding out hope. Yeah, yeah like that would be super nice, but I don't see that happening. Oh, why not, <laughs> mate? You've won two championships. I could do worse than listen to you. So, uh, well, you've also won two, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't yeah. mean I can't learn. Yeah. Does did you win two in a row? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How did you feel the second time? No one else has done that before. Oh, mate, it's um it felt really good because I, mm-hmm. I really figured that's probably the last time I'm gonna win it. Like No, that's the last so time I don't think get two in a row again. It's just so competitive and it's so yeah. hard to get a team that can even fucking make the playoffs once. Yeah, and you've done it twice. Like, yeah. All you have to do is myth once yeah. on your first round pick and then you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. Like, who did you who did you get in the first round of both those teams? Can you remember? Oh, you, don't ask me because I wouldn't be able to remember 20, yesterday. But. 2018. Who are my stars in that one? Um, Michael Thomas was my first round pick. Yeah. Picked him at 16. That's when he went gangbusters, didn't he? he went- it wasn't the record reception year. No, that was next year, was it? And then the year before that, I was still going hard on running backs. <laughs> oh, who was it? Man, that's something I would used to just be able to, you could pull a string on my back and it'd be like, bad it comes. Now that I've said this, I'm going to go in and pull it up. Yeah. 2017 season. This is the one where I played you in the final. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry about that, but man, that felt good. No, sorry. <laughs> I'd, I'd say the same if it was on the other foot. <laughs> so that was the year you drafted Julio first, and I got Devonta Freeman. Shit. Okay. It was the Devonta Freeman Todd Gurley year. You're right. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley in the second what happened round. To guy? Whatever happened to that guy? Check out Is this second round. Marshawn Lynch, Michael Thomas, Des Bryant, T.Y. Hilton, Doug Baldwin. That's a, that's oh. a heck of a first five picks in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. wow. I know you probably all had really good seasons that year too. Man, I think I was the year Des fell off a cliff. I think I was the year yeah. he got all mad and got cut and stuff. All right, I'm going to ask you another pointy question here. Of course. Um, just because you've met her now too. So you've met my daughter who's about to start a mm-hmm. fantasy football career in the Astros farm system next year. No. What words of wisdom can a first ballot Astro League Hall of Famer like yourself give to a budding youngster just starting out, Brendo? Um, what do you say? Do your research is one. Just hey. do a lot of research. Like look on ESPN or whatever. Um, I like to think like, uh, there's a saying in soccer. It's like uh, quality is oh, 
Hold on. Here we All go. Right. Yeah, you, you're going to get your stars that you know are going to start for five or six weeks, but then you've always got your quality players that you know, even if they have bad weeks, three in a row, that they will come back and they will punish. So, like, your pain manager, Tom Brady's, when he had that terrible start that year, and then I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, maybe Joel had him or something and then held out and then Tom Brady just went nuts. I'm sure he's had a year like that. But, um, yeah, just, just pick quality. Don't get too I, – I think I find I get a bit too loyal as well. Like I, I see a player I want at the start of the year. Like I, this year's a great example. I traded for Kamara, and yeah. I, I was just super loyal to Kamara. I always wanted Kamara, even though he's like not in an ideal situation with New Orleans at the moment. He's still, he's still got the talent to be good, but the, the situation just sucked. So um, don't be like me. Yeah. I wow. traded away Derrick Henry for Kamara, so. <laughs> yeah, which do, I mean, do right not now, trade but... away Derrick Henry. That is yeah. the first reason. <laughs> all right. That's I mean, no one knew Derrick Henry was going to be this good, but. TC brings this up all the time about the year I traded away Peyton Manning, the year that he had the 55 touchdowns. It's not like I traded him in week three. Mm. I traded him in like week 11 at the trade deadline. But no. And then what caused you to trade him? Was it you liked his schedule? <laughs> you liked Tony Ramos' schedule more or? Exactly, 100%. Is that what it was? Away, yeah. Antonio Brown, the year he was starting to break out, yep. thinking, oh, it's a purple patch. I'm going to trade this guy yeah. who's having a purple patch for Andre Johnson, who's the quality guy. Yeah, exactly. And then I've That's got what I'm saying, but... Tony Romo, who's got a really neat schedule. And, yep. and all of a sudden, Peyton Manning, it's going to be winter in Denver. Let's move away from him. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like your results and starts of the weeks, Manny. What a great time to introduce Taylor to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Up <Welcome>. your way, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just uh, straight out of COVID Central. Just so straight out of COVID. COVID. Yeah, it's brilliant. You better yet, or <sighs> Are you allowed to face society yet, or not? Oh, absolutely not. I'm, uh, am I really allowed to face society anyway? Um, <laughs> any other time? Not really. <laughs> no, but, uh, good point. Uh, I, I'm here to like the 4th of January, I think it is. Um, oh, it's And that yeah, sucks. so I, fig- I figured my whole team had COVID, so why not just uh, get let the coach get COVID <laughs> as well? It'll why be not? interesting uh, to see who's your interim this week for the grand final, mate. Uh, have you got an interim yeah. named? <laughs> no, no, of course not, mate. I, it's, it, no one else could be your youngest. It's just, it's just uh, yeah, look. You're right. I probably could put a three-year-old to run this team and they'll probably still run as smoothly as I do it. So, um, yeah, it's, probably it's a pretty good squad. Probably have less moves. That I, I think I had a look. I've done about 74 moves to my team this uh, uh, this year. So, yeah. I do have a bit of ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> chuck, chuck that on the list of things that I've got. <laughs> yeah, no. ADHD. <laughs> this team's got yeah, COVID. just writing the list. Oaks has got COVID. Anything else I need? Just... <laughs> Uh, how to blow up AIDS. a championship season starter pack right here. <laughs> yeah. Mate, everyone has AIDS. Every, every team has AIDS, remember? So, <laughs> yeah. chuck yeah. that on the list. Especially out of... <laughs> not just HIV, but full-blown AIDS. <laughs> yeah. We just brought this up off, while you were off mic. You, you weren't with us yet. We just brought up how oh, just direct you were about Matt Ryan having full-blown AIDS. <laughs> full-blown AIDS, leaky anus, just a bit of everything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold it! Don't hold any punches, mate. That's how we go. Yeah, no, no. Matt Ryan sucks ass. He does. Yeah, he does. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He should be awesome. 
<laughs> Steve, yeah, Steve's and he's got people to throw to. He should be awesome. It doesn't make sense. He led to the infamous poo emoji uh, fiasco from last year. So I figured talking about him <laughs> oh, shooting right. himself definitely, uh, yeah, 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 definitely right. uh, makes sense. Had nothing to do with your team? No, of course not, mate. It's <laughs> never my team's fault. It's the guys out We, we had fucking terrible teams last year, didn't we? <laughs> oh, oh, don't we worry. I've, I've, got teams, something, I've got something to bring up about that later. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I'm so pleased I got you two guys in the same room because – yeah, no. I mean, there was no guarantee it was ever going to come off. And for a while there, we weren't sure we were going to get everyone in the same room at the same time now, um, just with a bit of schedule conflict. But, mate, Tay, I'm going to throw this over to you because I've already asked Brendan a heap of the questions I had that I could oh, ask no, which didn't involve you. But do you have a few things you want to talk to the big guy about? Sure, mate. I uh, thought I'd get my reporter's hat on, journalistic uh, hat, yeah, and yeah. fire away at the, uh, <laughs> the all-time leader in wins, all-time leader in basically everything. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, a few questions for the. I've got a five pack for you, Bren Cox Dickman. I hope you're ready, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> so, you and I both licked donkey balls last season. Yeah, Figuratively, and well, I don't know your personal life, but I assume not yeah, really. There were uh, some donkey I, balls leaked last year. Straight up. I often uh, brought it up on the pod last year, um, and I actually picked you a couple of times to be the super, even if you're Matt Ryan, ass juice like record. Uh, <laughs> What's one of the main things that has helped you this year compared to last year? Uh, better quarterback. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, last year, last year, my team was going terrible, and I kind of started turning around towards the end there because I traded for Deshaun Watson, and, and he he just played he played pretty good towards the end of the season. So I decided to go for a quarterback early and get Josh Allen, and that seemed to have worked out. To be honest, well, I think I said that to Matty early too. That's actually why I drafted high on Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. I, I had the same <laughs> issue. I, I went so low last year and started with Rivers and don't even get me started on that semen full of sack. Um, <laughs> and it, it got me off to such a slow start. And then I ended up with Matt Ryan that ended up even worse. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very similar. I went high. Uh, on QB as well. I thought it was something to st- stabilise yeah. the top there. But, um, yeah, that no, makes sense. Uh, question two. Are you willing to change your name to Brencog's Dickman next year? And will you add it to your driver's licence and birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, possibly the well, team name. Questions. I'm, I'm not sure I'm allowed to add it to my, um, my driver's licence, but Dick name, maybe <sighs> if I come dead last year, <laughs> I will change it to Brendog's. Uh, Dick's man, or Dickman, <laughs> until I make it to the playoffs again. How's that? Beautiful. Look, there's a chance. Yep. Well, it's out there. I mean, the way that you seem to perform each year outside of last year, I don't think there's much chance you're getting last, but we'll yeah. see. There's still, there's still uh, a chance out there. Or to if out. I come dead last. What kind of a wager is that? Yeah. Come on. Uh, bottom uh, four. <laughs> all right. Bottom, bottom four. four. Look, I'll, I'm yes. four. And we'll go with bottom four. I'm right, right, right going to hold you accountable. Right. <laughs> write it down. All right. So question three. You're the most dominant franchise ever in this league. What got you into fantasy football and what's helped you have such a great record over the years? I, I was talking to Matty about it before, but I used to play fantasy baseball like, in my <laughs> teens, so like early 2000s. And I guess doing kind of research on that, I, I just brought that over to the football world and – yeah, I guess just research, research, research. I'm not sure what the other guys did early on, if they researched as much, but... No, that sounds mate, like that doesn't all, mate. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Based yeah, off your record, it doesn't sound like anyone is doing anything. Yeah. 
No, man, I had a one in 13 season in there at one point. He, he was playing <laughs> window <laughs> licking yeah, assholes. We were all fucking stupid what? at it. And this guy, he was just yeah. ahead of his time. He just fucking yeah. cleaned us up. He had 12 and one seasons in there. No one could touch the bloke. He had spiders on him. Yeah. Yeah. What was but, my um, record in my first year, Maddie, when I didn't know my password? I think I was someone like one in 13 as well. <laughs> uh, mm, man, no. you know, I could actually get that for you right now. Hang on. Because the first year you put me in, and that's why forever my um, if anyone wonders, it says Taylor and Taylor. Like if you look <laughs> at my um, <laughs> my, it does the person that's taken care of my team. It's got two Taylors because for some reason we couldn't delete the old one out, and you had to put so a new manager in that was also <laughs> me that I actually knew yeah. the login for. So and, I, I um, did wonder that actually. That's funny. What he'd done is it's he'd weird. used his nefarious things email address and he just couldn't remember the yeah. password. So we actually got yeah, him yeah. to log in with his everyday email address where you know the password and, and now it's all right. But, yeah, he was 3-11, <laughs> and 3-11 in his first year. Oh, that's actually pretty good. I thought it was way yeah, worse. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you beat me that year. And that was the year where I was trying. I was 11-3. and three. <laughs> Do you know what's even worse now is I had a look the other day and my email is my Coca-Cola email, which I haven't worked at Coca-Cola for. <laughs> Five years. Five and years. I can't, so I can't get anything to do with NFL.com there anyway, but I can still log in. It still lets me just like log in with it, but I can't get oh, wow. any information that they sent to me. So it might be a Taylor, Taylor, and Taylor soon. Yeah, I think we should get a third Taylor. And if there's one thing the league's missing, it's there's not enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah needs, more, Taylor, needs more banter in the uh, messenger group, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> it does. <laughs> really does. All right. Question four. Uh, where did the idea for your logo come from? Any chance? Any chance it'll change the poo emoji if I win the title? I'm not sure if you even want to know what the idea is. You just want me to change it. Is that what? Is that right? Um, oh no, no. I, I, I was well. well. I've always been interested by uh, okay. the, the whole bird so, thing. It, it, it's a bird. I guess an old bird mask that they used to use when they like used to fight plagues and stuff back in the day like the the black plague and stuff so i thought it was fitting because i changed it during covid so yeah no so i I believe they call it the Birdman mask so i was just like that's pretty cool i don't know I've seen them. I swear I've seen them wearing like weird movies like Moulin Rouge and shit. Like, isn't it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Some point wearing just some of those like galas and like balls and stuff? So, so I've yeah, seen yeah, them like, yeah, yeah. tuxes and similar stuff. kind of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year I'll wear a tux. Make cool. sure he's wearing uh-huh. a tux. And, Sounds good. And do we, do we get an answer on the tour of Poop Emoji? Oh. <laughs> he ducked it. He <laughs> How many weeks? It. How many weeks do I have to do it? I like my logo. <laughs> Look, these I are hard. that logo questions. fair and square. Um, hard hitting questions, mate. That's why. That's why people come to the show, mate. Yeah, of course, come to the show. Um, I'll I'll do it for five weeks next week, next year. Oh, that's huge! I don't even think I kept it for five weeks. I kept it until I won like two games. So I was like, all right, fine. I'm at least on some sort of roll. I think I was like two and five last year. Then I then I hiked it. Uh, what are you going to change your logo to if Brendan cleans you up? Like you know, mate, it could happen. I'm the, I'm I'm asking the questions here. So on to on a question five. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> back on my box. How, how about we go? I'll, I'll wear it. I'll change it to a pool emoji. But uh, once I guess every ten points, I'll do a week. So if you beat me by fifty points, I'll do five weeks. Ooh. If you beat me by hundred, I'll do ten. Oh, or we can just go to five weeks. I'll leave that up to you. 
I was expecting you to just like say put Matt Ryan as your photo or something. <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with that if I lose. But yeah, I'm into the, the ten points per uh, week. You keep it up. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. So my last one isn't a question. It's a statement. Yeah, I just fine. want to say congratulations on a wonderful year, mate. And honestly, congratulations on being such a dominant force most years, except oh, last you. year. Except you last are, year. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm happy are, to share that with you, though. You are, you are. Terrible we, year. we went through that. We went through that together. Yeah. It was a great pain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are what all of the teams. <laughs> you are what all of the teams in this league strive to be like. So thanks for consistently oh. setting a high bar for us to try and chase. Good luck this weekend, oh, and may the person who shits himself less win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks yeah. for that. I appreciate it. And uh, I was no, saying that before. There's probably no one I'd prefer to beat on Grand Final Day than you this year. That would top off a great season, I think. So, <laughs> <Brilliant. good luck. laughs> when you look at the, the, the body count that Brendan's going to rack up here, he's going to knock over yeah. Ryan, who was probably better than the third seed, really. And then he's yeah, going to beat the guy silly. who was the reason he wasn't the second seed as well. So, yeah. I mean, like the pedigree's there. <laughs> if you can beat 3 2 1, oh, that would oh, be about the biggest underdog story I've ever heard. It's almost like. <laughs> Some analyst on here picked that to happen two weeks in a row. I don't know though what his guy, what that guy's name is. Um, I'd like to shake his hand and give him a pat on the back for being so awesome. But <laughs> me too. Um, I mean, he's got he also he also picked Joel Leo to beat uh, some guy by thirty two, and uh, yeah. didn't quite work out. But uh, the other pick was pretty good. <laughs> the classic betting against yourself, though. Like, oh, oh I, just, I do this all the yeah. time. Oh, I'm going to put ten bucks against <laughs> the dragons because if the dragons uh, win, I'm happy. But otherwise, I make thirty five bucks. <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought my honestly, I thought my team was in deep shit last week. It just uh, yeah. had some things go right late. It went on the actual week, yeah. like Chase Edmonds getting the the one job sort of made my uh, running back decision easier. Justin Jackson was just insane. Getting him. And then obviously AJ Brown starting it off with 27. was just insane. I couldn't uh, project all that stuff to happen. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't do that this week. Yeah, Yeah, I was saying, we had a question in. I'm not going to lie. We had a question in about whether he was like, trustworthy if you yeah. play him in your playoffs and I basically said no but I have to start him and the worry was that <laughs> he'll have a good game like 20 something and then he'll probably like get injured next week so let's oh. see if that happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's not put that out um, I've had a fun year and like I said it's, it'll be great to beat you this week but uh, I think you've got it Oh, I'm bet against myself oh, now, yeah. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's <laughs> doing the old throw. Like, he's uh, he's trying to perfect <laughs> the throw that I do so well. Are you guys yeah. vying for underdog status? Is that what's going on here? No, 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 that's quite a I'll referee this. Uh, judging by last season, we're both underdogs. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah. You're kidding. I, I'm going to officially name an underdog here, and I think it's got to be Brennan. He's a sixth seed, man. Yes. Come on. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that the guy with 15 playoff starts, which is more playoff starts than some people in this league of adult dinners, is the underdog. (laughs) It doesn't get much more bold than that. Yeah. I I really feel I'm going to get another, I'm going to notch up another lose, another loss, I reckon, this year. Well, you still got a little way to chase down Seven appearances, two wins. That's not very good. I guess it's better than nothing. This is why I thought maybe you'd be like LeBron of our league. Like a yeah, lot of appearances, wins. You know, not Michael Jordan. Me, I, everyone, mm-hmm. everyone loves LeBron, right? 
It's mm-hmm. like if you just keep keep getting there, you're going to win eventually. Like if you just keep yeah. getting to grand finals, it's like well, you get a like twelve. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't win seven rings by going to, you know, fuck all Super Bowls, right? So you just got to keep going. More is more. There, there is the takeaway for everyone. More is more. Yeah. Who would have thought? So prophetic. Uh, Tay, I've got a question for you, mate. I want here you to talk up your team here. I need you to tell me where uh, you think your team is strong and where you're going to hulk the fuck out of Brendan's team. Look, you, you're getting me to foreskin here, mate. Because yes. um, I was going to, I was going <laughs> to, ma- I'm obviously going to talk up and talk about the matchups. Uh, yeah. You know, with no, the just whole give me thing. one part of your team that you think has a right stonk up the points, mate. I think Kelsey's coming back to absolutely beat the shit out of the league. Okay. I honestly yeah. think he's going to have a massive week because he because in a way like he it's kind of good in a way that he had the week off because he was close to coming back it looked like like he just had to sort of get past that last yeah. bit of the protocol and so he's basically had an entire week to sort of get ready for it now and because the issue with Tyreek coming back just out of the protocols is they didn't use him much because he was clearly not right and he yeah. hadn't trained all week whereas Kelsey's going to come in with a full like training load under his belt. Apparently he was there today. So he's basically cleared it. So he's going to get all the time. So he's going to be back to full health. And I think missing that week, he's going to be pretty hungry. And I think the right. Bengals can keep up with the Chiefs a bit. So um, I'm, I'm pretty – look, I'm looking forward to how Kelsey goes this week. I'm sure he's going to throw out a one now. Um, but I've got a good feeling he's going to have a really good game. All right. Okay. So now I'm going to flip this right around. And without foreskinning too far, I need you to tell me where you think – that maybe Brendo's a bit vulnerable. Oh, hang on. That's not yeah. what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Where's his weak spot? Where's his soft yeah. entry? <laughs> I'm going to – oh, his soft entry. Dude, yeah. That really – that, work, that, that works for this podcast. This wor- That works for this podcast perfectly. Watch my mouth out. But, but, uh, I'm going to say RB2. Um, I'm going to say who he has to – because he sort of had to play Dylan or uh, Wilson there at RB2. Uh, so, I th- look, I'm not saying Dylan can't – pull out a good game yeah. um just he's still technically the backup and he's gonna have to play him at rb2 i believe at this stage so um yep. even though he gets pretty he gets a pretty good matchup um but it is worrying because he's sort of all over the place he gets nine carries one week he gets he can get 15 so i'm not saying he can't but he's he's not 100 percent trusted and apart from that baltimore game he didn't seem to get the good to the touches around the goal line he sort of was between the 20s um so yeah. my i guess hope is that even if he has a an efficient game on like 10 carries and has 70, 80 yards or something. He doesn't get the goal line touches and ends up oh, seven or eight imagine. points. And yeah, that's, I guess that's where I, for Brendan we're talking about here. You're saying, hey, Brendan, that's, imagine that's if he gets 70 yards and a touchdown on like nine touches. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying I've been I, dealing I with that all him. season. I don't want him to get a touchdown. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, that I, I think that's his weakness in his team because he could just end up with like six, seven, eight points yeah. out of him. Um, just because he just only gets like 10 touches and that's it. So, What I'm trying to do is get you to name like a nightmare situation to jinx it all. Um, so- oh, look, so, so, I've just, so I've just lucked into Dylan. I don't know, like Jones probably just doesn't play. Uh, yeah, Dylan ends up with 40 touches, 50 points, and Kelsey, I don't know, just comes to a party at my place and just gets COVID again. <laughs> this this is something where you wouldn't have known know. that Brendan and I spoke about this, but <laughs> Brendan, I'm going to ask you this question again, just while we've got the benefit yeah. of having Taylor with us. Yeah. Right. Um, if there is just one player in Taylor's lineup who could be ruled out with a COVID holdout, who would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> 
I believe we chose Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, Mahomes, <laughs> we eh? We chose Mahomes. Yeah, okay. uh, because that's a double-edged sword because then uh, obviously Kelsey would be pretty, pretty stuffed yeah, as well. Right. Yeah, right. So... There you Not go. a I bad call. I couldn't jinx Not this. Bad. I'm getting everyone to name the worst case scenarios. Yeah. Well, you don't yeah, think Henny? Like, like Maddie said before. <laughs> before what, you, probably one person going to get you 50 points. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, who's going to get you? Who's most likely to, like, throw up 50? Uh, Mahomes. Yeah. And what's he likely yeah. to do? He's likely to get 20-something out of someone else in the lineup. Yeah, so if you can yeah. take him out, that's what I'd be <laughs> aiming at too. Yeah. Especially yeah. after what we saw at Burrow last week. If Burrow does anything like he did, that could actually be a shootout, which is what I'm yeah. watching. All right. That was mental. Mm-hmm. If you insane. had to pick a team in the NFL to have two top 15 wide receivers, Bengals, not top of my list. But there you go. Mm-hmm. It's a funny world. Remember I said on the podcast last week I was going to play Burrow over my homes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so, so happy with that call, and then I didn't do it anyway. But. Oh, because it would have been stupid. I said, I said if it was, I said if Kelsey or Hill didn't play. So if they both didn't play, I was like, oh, I would be worried he didn't have any of his weapons. And then I'd shift to Burrow because he was going to be against Baltimore. Um, Turned out it would have been the right call, even though he'll play because he'll do dick all. But it actually proved that Mahomes sort of almost has a chip on his shoulder at the moment. He can throw to anyone. Now, I've got one more question, and it's, uh, it's kind of, I want to split it a little bit because I've already sort of spoken to Brenda a little bit about it, but I, I just yep. think this is a good time to bring it back up. You've got seven grand finals in one corner, pedigree, more wins than, you know, God. And on the other side, you've got, oh, I'll tell you, you've had a, a real tumble of getting through playoffs and you've finally broken through. Um, I guess for, for Brendo, how do you handle the week leading in to a grand final? Yeah, um, I just try to go with the guys that got me there, I guess. I, I, I'm pretty lucky with my team as I don't have much on the bench. So <laughs> There's a great chance to just make up an answer to fuck with Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. That's what I'm going to have to go with. <laughs> and I, I think Taylor might have a, a few questions this week for himself. But yeah, I don't think I really have that. So he, He's got a few good running backs, I think, that like, probably he's probably at least got one that's going to have to sit on his bench. Am I right, Taylor? Look, mate, Rex huh? Burkhead and um, Agumba Wali. Like, look, mate, yeah. it's just going to be hard to pick between those two. <laughs> how are you feeling there, Pressure Tay? This is your first time in the big dance. Uh, how are you handling the week? Yeah, mate, it's uh, Newcastle Knights. I'm trying to summon Andrew Johns. Uh, never, only make the grand final twice and never lose. That's basically the way to do it. Uh, don't get there often, but win. So that's what I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to summon some of that. Um but sort of like what uh, what what the dick men said, um, uh, just <laughs> sticking with the guys that got me uh, got me there. I don't think I'll change too much. Uh, it'll be a decision if uh, Chase Edmonds is the guy again by himself. Um, that'll yeah. be the decision between him and Sony Michelle. But outside of that, I'm keeping everyone the same. I'm going with the three wide receivers. Um, I, I just I just think that's the most stable team that I can go with. So. I'm pretty set there um, mentally. Um, just, just trying to not keep, trying to overthink it. Uh, is, <laughs> I'm really, really enjoying being here. It's like compared to last year when I was doing the podcast with you. It's, it's just a different feeling actually being here compared to just trying to just get to the finals like I was last year late. Yeah, uh, and I was pretty much done with two weeks to go. So. Um, at the moment, I'm I'm just enjoying that it's been a great year. And if yeah. if I don't win, I don't win. Like I'm not 
trying to put that that sort of pressure on myself. Like Brennan's completely a deserving winner, and I'll definitely celebrate him winning for sure. And uh, it's just it's just going to be great fun, something different. Um, I'm into three grand finals in my league, so hey. I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. So nice. Um, yeah, this this is the one I really want though, because 16 teams, it's, it's it's really hard to get there. And yeah. like you said, it's a unicorn and changes every year, and it's it's a really tough league. So I'm I'm. I'm I'm excited. Uh, probably some side nerves as it gets to Monday because there's no Friday game this week, is there? There's no uh, there's no, no Thursday night football. So I've well, got the whole weekend. It's all Mondays. Yeah, whole weekend to think about it. So I uh, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I just want to say good luck to both of you for the grand final. Um, Thank you. Man, you know how much chaos I would like to inject by just throwing all my support behind Brendo. But then also, you know, gee, it'd be fun to throw all the support behind my co-host. Uh, and I'm really torn. So I'm just going to back away and, and just let you guys fight it out. But I want a fair fight, no hits below the waist, um, and, and just as much shit talking as you can. Just really rev each other up. That'd be great. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me, mate. I don't bring up anything in messenger groups no. or talk any shit at all. No. You're talk- Do you know who you're talking to? Probably the yeah. easiest going. <laughs> A non non outspoken guy in the group, so mate, yeah, nice just, and quiet. That's you completely are completely out, out of uh, out of my wheelhouse, mate. Um, but dude, th- thanks so much for for dialing in and joining us, man. This has been a blast. That's no, all right. Um, no foreshadowing, but because I've got both of you here, whoever wins, I just wanted to see if, depending on what what happens here, uh, can we get an exclusive with the winner next week as well for the podcast. No I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Maddie, I'll talk to you next year when the podcast is on for season three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, season three, we'll be back in season three. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Brenda. I'll let you skedaddle, but uh, thanks for doing yeah, no it. Good luck, Good Taylor. Awesome. So let me take you very quickly behind the curtain into the unimpressive world of how I go about this. Oh, I'm giggling just to the word erect. That shows <laughs> the uh, class of this podcast. <laughs> I made sure I worked it in twice. Oh, mate, what a huge budget. We're, we're number one all over the world, this podcast. But thank you for stepping into that world for just a mere moment. Hey, this is Marv from Pods Like Us, the show where I talk to the people behind your next podcast addiction. And you're listening to the Astro League podcast with Matty C. Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Matty C.